0: Welcome to the Blue Collar Consulting Group Podcast. Everything done better. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Blue Collar Consulting Group Podcast. It is a very, very special day. I am on with an amazing lady who's got just like four miles of initials behind her name. Dr. Pat Balone is with us uh, from Georgia, I believe. Dr. Pat, thank you so much for being on the show. We have been Dancing, I, I have been dancing around this uh, podcast interview for months, it seems like. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for coming on today. How are things in your world?
1: Well, thank you very much. You know, I love the introduction. That was very sweet of you. And, you know, I've wanted to uh, to speak with you and to your group because I wanted to really share some solid information and um, and also some common sense, perhaps, ideas that, you know, can, can Can get people unstuck. It's the safer, faster, better way, and get the results that they need. So, my world, I love solving problems. That is my big thing, and I like to do it more efficiently. And you know, and so people can get unstuck and they can move forward.
0: I love that, and you. I love the fact that you say unstuck because so many of us are stuck. But before we begin, let's give some credibility here. You know, if somebody's tuning into this, as they should, because they're smart people trying to grow. Why should they listen to you? What are some of your credentials? Tell us about those initials that, you know, are like a wedding gown train that are like trailing you. What? Uh, what are? You, what's? What's with all that?
1: Well, you know, um, my father's biggest fear was that I was going to be a perpetual student. And I said, no way, I don't even want to go to college. And so those initials started to accumulate when I went to chiropractic school. So Dr. Chiropractic is the DC portion of it. The CCSP is Certified Chiropractic Sports Physician. The AP is Acupuncture Physician. I'm a diplomate in acupuncture also, and I have a master's in oriental medicine. I'm also a certified functional medicine practitioner. Um, And and lastly, as I'm a functional or a first-line therapy practitioner, which is a lifestyle medicine coach. Um, and I, you know, have, I have more initials than that. I have diplomas that I just never, ever took out and put on the wall because people have never asked me, you know, said, if you did that, then I want to see you. Um, so what I have always done is when people ask me about that, that's my spiel about that. So, and I coach and I mentor, and I speak and I have, and I'm a published author with, I'm an international bestselling author for the book called Why Are You Sick, Fat, and Tired?
0: Sick, fat, and tired. Boy, nobody wants to be that. Or at least you hope not anyway. But, you know, and that really, you know, gosh, that, that leads me to my first question. You know, let's be honest, uh, you know, and you've dealt with this probably throughout your career. Obesity continues to be on the rise. The pandemic certainly didn't help. We know the dangers of obesity. Why? Why are people still, you know, blowing up? Why are people still neglecting their health, even when we know how bad it is? Are we just, are we ever going to change? What do you think?
1: Well, one of the problems is, is that for people is that um, they just don't know how to eat and they don't know how to pair foods together so that they chemically work you know, very well with your body. So it sounds like a science project, but what you put in your mouth is either feeding a disease or you're fixing your health, you know, and you're maintaining your good health. So a lot of people just don't know that, you know, eating sweeteners will make you gain weight. Ultimately, people don't know that when they're eating foods that are GMO based and that have been sprayed with um, Roundup and things like that, that they're, um, they're, Um, exposing themselves to the exposure of having cancer. You know, a lot of people don't know that the inert ingredients and other ingredients that they can't spell, cannot pronounce, you know, on the list of ingredients on a can or on, you know, some envelope that has ingredients on it, that they're carcinogenic. So they don't know the side effects of them because nobody ever educated them. And the government certainly doesn't want you to, to know that because if they did, you know, then people, places like Monsanto and all the places that use um, insecticide, herbicide and, you know, in other chemicals, you know, for whatever purpose, for paint, for cleaning your house, for using in your garden, you know, would be banned. You know, and the thing is, is that you know, somebody's palm is getting grease from all those guys that are lobbyists, you know, and in Capitol Hill, and you know, and leading say, like, you know, hey, we're trying to push this thing through or whatever, and we'll give you some stipend at the very end. That happens all the time in DC, and sure. so you know, people just don't know, you know. So, my mission is to change it. You know, I retired when I was um, uh, years ago, like around 2010, I was walking through Boston and my ever present mind was thinking, wow, these people are sick and they don't know it. You could see it in their skin. You could see it in their eyes. And you could just see how drained they were. And I would walk around and I'd see the same people every day because people are creatures of habit. If I walked down the street at 10 o'clock in the morning, I'd see the same people every day. And I would say hi to everybody. I'm from the Midwest. We talk to everybody, right? And sure, yeah, no, same so, here. Yeah. And so when I was in Boston, you know, I would do the same thing there too. So I would sometimes tell people, I'd go up to somebody and go, you don't feel good. You should go to the hospital. Because they'd have that gray texture, kind of sweaty, greasy look, you know. And I said, you should go to the hospital and get checked out. Let's call cab taxi, <laughs> and you know, and show them in a the cab. And I'd see them like three weeks later or something like that. They go, thank you so much. You know, and it's just like there, there's just, you know, there isn't that thing. So I'd see it in their faces. The other thing that was, I found so disturbing at the time is what made me go out of retirement and back into work and start thinking about how to do that so I could be more effective and help many more people than a one-to-one connection type thing. And that is that 212 dangerous chemicals were found in the blood and urine of all Americans that were tested. That's significant. That was in 2010. Can you imagine it now? And that was a CDC report. This isn't like I'm making it up out of the clear blue sky. And right, right. so when it happened, I'm going like, oh my God, you know, it's just like, how do these people not know that, you know, like not know that those chemicals that they are, they're spraying some guy who I saw in Florida one time when I was walking by with my dog, I said, what's in that plastic container? And he goes Roundup. up. And I said to her, you know, that, uh, you know, I said, that Roundup's carcinogenic. He goes, only if you breathe it. And I said, it's airborne. Do you think? (laughs) Yeah, you're not going to avoid that. Oh, oh my God. And his grandkids ran across the yard and I said, look at their barefoot. You know, 65% of what it gets gets on your skin gets absorbed into your body. And I said, so you're cutting their chances of having a good life. You know, and he just turned around, didn't say anything, and he walked in his house with his little plastic bottle. And I never saw him again. And But the the point is, is like you know, it's like people don't pay attention to their diets. They eat fast foods, and fast foods are loaded with other chemicals that are in it. You know, and I say the best meals that you can make are five ingredients. You know, and and so and then making them from fresh vegetables, I don't buy anything in a can. You know, and if you're buying stuff in a can, you know it has BPA's in it. Those are plastics; they never leave your body. (laughs) It's when you and especially when you're at high temperatures like those plastic water bottles that people drink out of that they buy at gas stations that are sitting in the sun. Like, it's not a good thing. You do not want to buy those bottles. You know, you, it's just like you just don't want to buy those bottles because you were drinking plastic and you don't really know it.
0: So then, you know, kind of like I, I framed in the question, you know, with the, I mean, you know, books like yours are out there, podcasts, videos, you know, the government, like you said, seems to be a little bit silent on the fact, you know, due to lobbyists and things of that nature. So even with the proliferation of information kind of getting out there, is it, the, is it the lifestyle? Well, my daddy, well, you know, like, let's back up for a little bit, you know, like let's back up to smokers, right? Well, my daddy smoked for 10 years. You know, my, my grandfather lived to 85 and he had whiskey every day. You know, are people ignoring this healthy lifestyle food advice because maybe their parents didn't it? What's the role in like lifestyle and environment? Is this something that we're just passing on to our kids, um, you know, subconsciously? What are, you, what are your thoughts on, on that kind of stuff?
1: Well, just to back up for one second, and the thing about sure. the, the BPAs and plastics is that those are endocrine disruptors in your body and they will cause cancer. And that's where okay. you see the rise of having plastics and in drinking water. You see the rise of uh, prostate cancer. You see the rise of also breast cancer which is the estrogen based. So it, it disrupts how okay. your hormones are. And like, and you also see men who are in their thirties have no sex drive at all. It's oh just my. like, you should have your, you should have your hormones checked, you know, for that because it's how your cortisol is, is handling or not handling your environment. Sure. And so you ask me about, you know, people and like, you know, in DNA, you're not your DNA. You're how your DNA is expressed in an environment. Okay. 40 years ago, the environment was very different than it is now. We have chemtrails that have barium and a lot of heavy metals in them. We have heavy metal exposure. And when you eat or breathe something that has heavy metal, it's easily absorbed into your bloodstream. And the thing is, is that when you uh, ruin your gut for whatever reason, like you start having like bloating, gas pain, you're having stools that change in size, you have your health that's changed in the last two years, you're not sleeping well, then what happens is is that that when you do eat, You know, those foods that are being absorbed might be popping through the intestinal tract at a damaged area where they haven't been properly utilized by the body to be able to be utilized in its highest good. So it goes in the bloodstream. It goes to the liver. The job of the liver is, is to detoxify. It's one of the jobs. It has zillions of jobs. And then that toxin is supposed to go back into your intestinal tract you know, and then go into the toilet or supposed to go into your bladder and go in toilet. So how can it do that if there's damage in the lining that keeps on letting things leak back into the blood and go into the liver? So if it does that, that goes to the liver, then what happens in the liver can't handle it anymore. It gets stored in blood, brain, bone, and fat. And that's the first place that it goes. What are the fatty tissues in the body? They're the scrotum. They're the testicles. They are the ovaries. They are the uterus. They are the brain. They are the liver. It's like those fatty tissues in your system will collect those toxins. So wherever your weakest link is, it's going to go there first. So that's why my book, Why Are You Sick, Fat, and Tired, identifies the potential of where a weak link is so you can pay attention to it before it becomes a crisis. Because by the time you create the crisis, you no longer have the opportunity or might not have the opportunity to really deal adequately. You'll be figuring out like, you know, how do I get out of this grave? You know, and instead of going like, instead of living your life. So if you, it's like, if you knew what to do to be healthy, the question is, would you do it? And if that's the case, then you want to know where you start your health journey and you want to take care of it now. You don't want to take care of it five years down the road because then you'll find out exactly where your weakest link is. And when that organ system gets filled up, it goes to the next one. That's why things metastasize from like the colon or the testicles to the liver, to the brain. It's got to go somewhere because it doesn't have another place to go. A lot of times people are finding out that they have stage four, you know, cancers and other chronic diseases, you know, and you're thinking like, well, how the heck does this happen? And now you become a burden to yourself and your family and your friends. And that's not what you dreamt of when you were a kid. When you're a kid, you're like, that was not, I will guarantee anybody's dream. You know, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to have a chronic illness and disease, you know, and I'm going to, and I'm going to be stuck. I'm going to stop doing my life because of that. But it certainly changes your life and how you interact in your environment. So you're not your DNA. It's how your DNA responds to it. People say to me, and this is a point that you were trying to make too, is that people say, oh, my daddy did this or whatever. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, when food was a lot different years ago, You know, it's not like that anymore. There are so many synthetic things that are in our foods that our bodies can't, you know, can't, you can't pronounce it. If you can't pronounce it, you shouldn't eat it, you know, and they're in, they get stored in your system. So when you're looking at your DNA and how your DNA is able to adapt to the environment, that's what's important. So if you keep on eating the way that your parents did and they had heart disease and they had cancer and et cetera, if you keep on eating those same foods, you know, and plus the foods are not as healthy as they are now unless you buy organic and you buy clean sure. food, then you're doomed. You're it's just like you're heading right in that same direction. And the thing is you cannot put the cart before the horse. Okay. You have to have, You have to take the horse, put it in front of the cart and actually attach it to the cart. And then get in the driver's seat and then know what to do with the reins. If you never rode a horse before, you know, you will know exactly what I mean. The first time you ever get on a horse, you're scared to death because this thing is like a major ton vehicle. You know, and if the horse doesn't like you, you could have a very bad ride that day. And (laughs) And, a
0: very quick ride for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I have been like, you know, when I first started ever riding horses, I thought, oh, my God, this thing is huge. And I didn't know how to really steer it. So I ended up going over in the woods and someone had to come get me and pull me back. <laughs> you know, I needed the tour guide in order to stay on track and keep my focus. And so when crap hits the fan, it always goes back to basics. And people are always looking for that magic pill, you know, over-the-counter drugs, medications, those, those kind of things to get you on stuff to move forward. But the problem is there's no magic pill. You know, it starts, you know, inflammation starts for nine out of 10 children when they're born, because when they come out of the birth canal, there's some type of cervical damage to the, to the cervical area. That's a statistic that's proven, you know? And so if that never gets taken care of, then your body's ha- like, you know, it has this inflammation going on and all chronic illnesses and diseases have that one thing in common is inflammation. And but you know Western medicine has never done anything about it or addressed it. They still to this day have been pacifying the the issue. I mean, look at like in, like the pandemic. We had all these people with cytokine storms, right? So what that told me is like all these people were sick and they didn't know it. So when they got exposed, their are their immune systems were already compromised on some level, and it couldn't catch up. It couldn't. You know, it couldn't catch up because by the time that the virus, which is only a virus, it's not a disease, left the throat and went into the body is where you see the phlegm start to change colors. Before that, there's always something you, need. you can gargle with vinegar and water. There's You can gargle with salt water. You can do other things, you know, to help support your tickle in your throat because we've always done that for years. You know, so when you're looking Mm -hmm. at that new strain, that like Delta or that new strain, which is, um, you know, which is a a variant of the original, but is really a strain of that, because that's what flus are. Flus are strains. Every year they come out with a new flu. It's a strain of something, you know. And, you know, it's just like when you're looking at that, those viruses, as they um, mutate, become weaker and weaker and weaker you know, and at every time. So, but you know, you have a cold, you've got coronavirus because that's what, you know, that's what a cold is, is the coronavirus, you know? And so it isn't like, you know, we haven't had exposure to something like that, but it's whether your immune system has been suppressed or whether your immune system is activated. So a lot of people were in housing for like two years right they've they've been really careful and scared to go out and they've been in fear so their their immune system's already suppressed because of that but when they go out and they have the exposure then what happens is it's like they're you kind of like you come home and you've got a tickle in your throat you're going oh my god i'm getting sick i was out i got exposure you know and the, the truth of the matter is that you haven't been you been boosting your immune system all along and having that exposure and having your immune system boosted because you've been isolated you know, and, and, you know, and not being social. So it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons for a lot of reasons why people get sick, but you know, that can sum a lot of that up from what I think you're asking. And I hope I answered that question.
0: Sure. Very thoroughly. Well, and you know, Dr. Pat, you make a very compelling case, you know, Uh, the information is available. I mean, it's not a conspiracy theory that these harsh chemicals are in our foods and in our drinking water. I mean, even in the purified drinking supply, you know, you look at Flint and some of these other places around the United States with questionable drinking water. So, all right. So we, we've kind of hinted at it a few places, you know, we, we know where we're at. We're kind of stuck are we don't, I mean, how would a person, okay. So the best, uh, all right. Complexity is the enemy of execution. So if somebody wanted to start, If somebody wanted to start taking their life in a new, healthy direction in 2022 without going radical or anything crazy like that, what are some basic first steps that you could recommend?
1: Well, you know, I'm very, very, I was born with a lot of common sense. And what I'm telling your listeners now is not anything I wouldn't do myself and that I don't do. So the first thing is I would have, you know, you have to hydrate. I teach five pillars of health. I teach it in my course called Be Stronger Than Medicine. It's an online course that gives you the basics. So you kind of know where, like, where am I? What is this basic information I need to know to move forward? And so- I teach those five pillars, which are proper diet and nutrition, they go together, (laughs) and then proper exercise, proper sleep, and positive mental attitude and proper mindset, and a proper posture, which is um, structure is function, and it's the biomechanics. So I teach those components of health, because health is not the absence of disease or infirmities. So it is also, they say in Webster's Dictionary is your organs functioning 100% of the time, but nobody knows that. Like that's a good guess. And you can't really always tell by testing because testing only only measures a certain level of function or a certain percentage of function out of 100%. Like orthopedic tests only test seriously 10% of function. So you can have a problem that's looming that you don't really know about that you keep on going, well, why does my knee still hurt? (laughs) You know, if (laughs) it's like, I don't have any positive orthopedic signs that I should have something, you know, and pain's always an indicator that something's wrong. It's not necessarily the end all, you know, and it's not a lifestyle change, you know? So the, the point is is that you've got to know those components in order to, you know, like piece those, the puzzle together. So, A lot of people have a hard time and difficulty with that because like I said from the very beginning, no one ever taught them, you know? And so the lifestyle changes that people have to make have to start within. So here's my, here's my recommendations. Don't, if you're going to make a dinner, you know, don't buy, don't buy canned food, you know, and you know, buy, and and you can get good frozen organic food now where like two years ago, I would never have bought it. So I like having fresh, vegetables that are colorful.
0: Okay. I like having
1: a good source of protein that is from, you know, grass fed because it matters what they finish. You can have some animal that ate grass fed, but they finished it off with grain because that fattens them up and they make more money that way. And, but somebody, you know, like an animal that has been grass fed from beginning to end, if for a source of protein, you know, and, you know, had in make your own um, dressing, You know, get a good source of um, like olive oil from Tunisia or from Morocco, which has higher um, antioxidants in it than the regular um, olive oil. If you go to Italy, they've got like 10 different kinds of olive oil that you use for certain things, you know, and this one's used for this and this one's used for this. I don't know. When I was living there and going to school years ago, I I, I thought that was so fascinating because in the United States we have olive oil. And you want to have olive oil that's unrefined, you know, so that's kind of has, it's cloudy, you know, that's your better olive oil because it hasn't been refined and it's easier for your body to assimilate. It's always easy, but eat butter. Don't eat margarine, you know, and that's, that's another tip. Hydrate to 50% of your body weight in ounces. So if you don't like water, you can always drink it out of a straw because when you drink it out of a cup, what happens is it tells your brain that you're drowning. <laughs> so you're trying to swallow air while you're drinking the water, you know, and always know your source of water, know where it comes from, you know, and make sure you don't drink those flats that you buy them in a gas station, you know, or in a grocery store that has them sitting in the sun.
0: Okay. It's <laughs> just sure. like,
1: that is like a bad thing to do. Um, and the other thing is, is that when you're like, you know, when you try to make your meals, just use five ingredients, you know, and, you know, there's cookbooks for that, that are out there that are on Amazon, you know, and on your vitamins, read the ingredients that are on there because, and don't just look like, you know, what is like, you know, like steroid. Well, you look up a steroid, it's good to know what it is, but you want to know what the side effects are because you know, or cellulose, do you know that cellulose seriously, cellulose that they put in parmesan cheese is sawdust
0: hmm, interesting you know,
1: so and when you see saw when you see the word cellulose as added into a packaging, it's sawdust, so I was like, okay, so you know and, yeah. uh, why am I eating sawdust? Why come I just can't have the regular cheese, you know, <laughs> and it's just like people are lazy and they don't want to grate it and you and that's just one of the things. I mean, I have a lot of things up my sleeve that I'm thinking of right now, you know, and get exercise. You don't have to walk five miles, run five miles. You can just go out and do a good clip for 15 minutes. You know, walk a mile or two miles, like walk in the morning, walk at night. It gives you peace of mind. And while you're out there, think about things that you're in gratitude for because the mindset part of it's huge. Right, gratitude mindset. usually, when you do things, you can, people say to me, I have a hard time with gratitude, Dr. Pat. I just don't know what to say. And I said, well, gratitude indicates that it already happened. So what am I grateful for? Yeah, like true. Gary, I'm grateful to be on your show today because I want to share this knowledge with people so they can have better lives. Sure, so that right, they can right, have ex- excellent health and they know some superior wellness nutrition you know um, solutions so they can b- get past anything that's blocking them and if they get still confused, they can always reach out to me for Christ's sakes the, <laughs> yeah, the, that, the information
0: is available.
1: You know, it's just like, you know, and and I'm from the Midwest, so we talk to everybody, (laughs) you know, I make, I, I make time for that, you know, for people. And I also, you know, like to, you know, especially with the mindset, you know, like a lot of people, if they knew that, if, you know, if I change my mindset, this is a huge thing, if I change my mindset and I change my attitude And I have a positive mental attitude. If you want to do that, the first thing you got to do is turn your TV off and not listen to the media. But it's just like, because how you wake up in the morning is usually how you're going to end up going to sleep. So if you get up and watch TV, or if you get up and watch TV before or before you go to sleep, then you're going to be, you know, waking up and not on your best game.
0: You know, you
1: want to wake up with a positive thought and you want to keep it going. And you want to say, well, something just happened that was bad. What do I do? go take a walk for 15 minutes, put everything down, you know, go out, go jump, go do some exercise and just, and move through it, you know, as opposed to letting it control you, because there's three reasons why people get sick. One is trauma, one is toxins and one is, the other is your thoughts and the thoughts can undo whatever you do to correct the trauma. Remember the, the baby getting born? And the reason why you go see a chiropractor is so you, all your joints are functioning the way that they're supposed to with each other. And the toxins relate to the air that you drink, the water that you drink, the food that you have, the, you know, and the chemicals that you use, you know, for everything, for cleaning your house, you know, whatever. And the guy, insects, we don't always have the possibility to be able to control all that. But there's things that you can do. But if your thoughts are not, you don't got a handle on your thoughts. And you're ruminating at 3 o'clock in the morning, laying in your bed. And you're thinking, oh, my God, I I should have done this. I should have said that. You know, you got to ask yourself, is there anything I can do about this right now? And if the answer is no, then give yourself permission to go to sleep. That's such an important thing because when you sleep, you repair, you revitalize and restore your body for the future. And it's a Mm. really simple trick. My goal is to get people to think about what their basics really are and to utilize them to their best advantage. You know, it's just like I can play baseball or I can play basketball. I'm a much better baseball player. I'm a much better pitcher and I can hit way out there. So I'm going to take my my sport that I have the advantage in and I'm going to put that in my back pocket. So I want people to put their health in that back pocket. And so, and, they're, and you've got to figure out like, how do I get those chemicals and those toxins that are in my system out? Because you can do that. It's just a process. And, you know, people talk about detoxifying their liver. You never, ever, ever want to purge the liver. I can guarantee you that. But people try to do that, then they feel crappy, you know, and then they think they've done a good job and actually they've done more harm than good. Right. So that's why I offer when I talk to people on the first, you know, thing. It's like talking with them about doing a, a metabolic questionnaire and also finding what the health status is of their gut. Then you can make educated decisions about what's my next step. Because then you know whether or not you're a candidate for a detox, whether how you're handling your environmental toxins, and you also know what your gut's like. Where's where's my weakest link in my gut, and you can do targeted supplementation to fix that. Because you've got to fix the gut first before you do a detoxification.
0: Understood. Woo, Doctor Pat, that is a lot of information. Okay, so
1: I know I just comes out. I just channel it. (laughs) No, I love
0: it. The the passion is real. You know, your your dedication to this, especially coming out of retirement, just shows how important this is. And the beauty of it also, if I can summarize here, is that there, there are simple steps that you can take right now to yeah. move towards health. So just so that I understand, if the listeners are out there, they want to take those first couple of steps. Hydration is important. You said half your body weight in ounces, Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of level two is to you know make sure you're getting water from a good source. You know, don't buy it from the gas station sunlight rack or the stuff that's been sitting outside. Think about and let's let's encourage and start to look at the ingredients in our food and keep our food dishes as simple as possible. Start to fortify with uh, colorful vegetables that are organic or frozen. Again, we're checking the labels. Consider the sources of our meat. Uh, think uh, positive thoughts and start every day with with gratitude. And I'm a big advocate for gratitude. I'm huge, huge guy for gratitude. So I'm thankful for that. And then, And then some exercise, some type of physical movement, you know, every day. Get the heart rate up. Get some fresh air. I'm sure you'd recommend going outside if you can, if the weather, you know, tolerates that.
1: Even if it yeah. isn't okay yeah just get
0: it just get it no matter what so i mean i I grew up in michigan
1: it's just like we didn't have that oh right
0: (laughs) right get it where you can get where you can dr pat listen i can't think what i'm gonna do i'm gonna kind of wrap things up here this is a great stopping point i i hope that you'll agree to come back on the show soon i want to dig in further uh so dr pat if somebody wanted to know more about you the work that you're doing and learn more about you where should they go what should they do Go ahead.
1: Well, um, I would. I'm going to do a couple things. Um, I'm going to tell them to go buy my book because my second edition of my book is going to be coming out around the first week of March. Oh, great! And so it is updated. There's another questionnaire that's in there, um, and I tell that story about walking through Boston in it. So it's like when you get the book, you'll see that you're going like, oh man, she said that on the air, and then um, so that's one thing, and that's one place to do it.
0: Oh, Dr. Pat, I lost your audio. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Dr. Pat. Got you now.
1: Okay, Okay, I'm sorry. Um, And (laughs) so, where was I at? (laughs) Second Um,
0: edition of your book.
1: Okay, second edition of my book. So, I I said that by the, the paper edition... Hardbound edition, because when you buy Kindle, you don't ever, once you put it on your telephone or on your device, you rarely ever go back to it. Sure, right. Right. And so you want to be able to go back into it and repeat the questions because you want to see how much you're progressing, and that's important to know. So you can do that, and there's a way in there for you to link in and be able to contact me On my website, healthteamnetwork.com, on the opening page, if you scroll down, there is a microphone there that you can click on that microphone and you can send me your questions and I will answer them. And, you know, there's also ways on my website that you can take time with me for a discovery call. Um, You know, that's perfectly fine. Or a strategy session. You know, there's a 30-minute strategy session. So if you buy the book, um, make sure you take time with me from the book's link for that time so I know that you're coming into me from that because I won't want to know and be prepared for you for that. If you just want to know that you want to know and you want those two questionnaires I talked about for the gut and that you can do that by um, reaching out to me um, and, you know, by email at AskDrPat at HealthTeamNetwork and DR is not, it's just, you know, A-S-K-D-R-P-A-T. Um, at Health Team Network and put in the subject matter, I need that MDQHQ questionnaire and that. And I will send it to you with my love and I will give you an opportunity to be able to talk with me about your results so you know exactly what to do and where you need to go do it so you can get the the knowledge that you need so that you can stack it correctly and you can move forward for yourself. And and the last place that you can find me you know, is on LinkedIn. I have a oh, specific yes. profile on LinkedIn. That's how we originally met and started chit chatting and that's a great place to reach out to me, um, on there. And you know, I have a, a lot of information on there and I have a lot of content on LinkedIn. So you can go back into looking what I post, my articles, I have written and things like that. So there's a lot of different ways. And if you, and you know, the other day, someone I was explaining to somebody, I go, I wonder what's like, you know, you know, You look put someone's name in like Google search. I went, oh my God, I forgot about doing that podcast. <laughs> and so I have over 150 podcasts I've done in the last year and a half. And, um, and, and I also am a speaker. So if somebody says like, oh my God, I got to get you on our stage, I would love to talk to you about that. And there's a link on my webpage to be able to connect with me specifically about doing something like that. So there's tons, there's tons of ways I'm, you know, I'm very approachable. And, um, and I've always, I've got, not only do I have an opinion, but my goal is to see you thrive, do good, have fun and thrive that nothing would make me happier.
0: That is outstanding, Dr. Pat. And just for anybody listening, it's Dr. Pat Ballone. It's B O U L O G N E. So it's uh, a little bit outside of common spelling. Dr. Pat Ballone, international best-selling author, amazing lady, cares about you, cares about me, wants to see you thrive. That is so absolutely awesome. Dr. Pat, thank you so much for coming on the show. We need to have you back. We got to dig into this stuff. And, oh, wow. uh, again, I just want to <laughs> say thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Well, thank you. And thank you listeners. I just, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it.